Smart Talk is supported by Capital Blue Cross, providing health care coverage accepted by doctors and specialists in all 50 states. More information is available at capbluecross.com. Capital Blue Cross, live fearless. Smart Talk is also supported by UPMC, offering surgical care for the brain, spine, and peripheral nerves. More information can be found at upmc.com slash centralpaneuro. You're listening to Smart Talk on WITF. I'm Scott Lamar. Tomorrow, January 6th, is the one-year anniversary of the violent insurrection at the U.S. Capitol, where supporters of former President Donald Trump attempted to stop the certification of votes cast for Joe Biden as president. Twelve months later, hundreds who breached the Capitol, including some who violently attacked Capitol police officers, have been arrested and face criminal charges. In the 12 months since that day, there's an ongoing congressional investigation. Several books have documented what happened at the Capitol and behind the scenes, and we've learned more about one of the darkest days in American history. There are checks and balances in the Constitution and elsewhere to protect against corruption or unlawful or unethical acts in government. Recently, Dr. Fletcher McClellan, a professor of political science at Elizabethtown College, compared the nation's biggest political scandal, Watergate, to the insurrection at the Capitol. And Dr. McClellan joins us now. Dr. McClellan, in the Watergate scandal, President Richard Nixon was aware of and participated in plans to infiltrate opponents' campaigns, dirty tricks, lying, and covering up crimes. Why compare Watergate to the insurrection last year? Well, uh, thanks, Scott, uh, for having me on. Um, Well, in one sense, of course, we've got uh, two incumbent presidents, uh, Richard Nixon and Donald Trump, seeking uh, re-election. And... uh, in Nixon's case, it seemed almost, uh, well, it seemed almost absurd that he would be obsessed with re-election because he was pretty much on the way to becoming re-elected um, uh, through ending the Vietnam War and, and, and other acts that he had taken. Donald Trump, of course, had more reason to be concerned, especially because of the uh, uh, COVID-19 pandemic. But both, nevertheless, were... Uh, thought that key to uh, their re-election would be uh, some sort of action taken against uh, the opposition party. And this uh, led ultimately to uh, uh, illegal or unethical or unconstitutional actions. So uh, that's the context. The uh, um, In in both cases, we're looking at... uh, uh, not just the president, but his aides, administration, campaign organization, all involved in activities uh, to uh, rig or subvert the election. So how do you compare the two when it comes to checks and balances? Uh, the column that you wrote for Lancaster Online or, or an LNP, that was the focus of, of uh, your column is checks and balances. Do they work? Mm-hmm. Right. Um this has been a long debate uh, among public administration scholars, and this goes back to the framers of the Constitution. You know, as, as you know, the uh, framers were very much concerned about uh, unchecked government power. And uh, James Madison, of course, who laid down the framework for the Constitution, uh, 
basically created the system of checks and balances, separation of powers, uh, division within the Congress between the House and the Senate. We have federalism, division of power between the uh, national government and the states. We have the Bill of Rights and independent judiciary. All are intended to keep uh, officials uh, honest and uh, to keep power in check. Um, and in both uh, uh, cases, both Watergate and January 6th, uh, we had uh, you know a, a failure uh, to prevent uh, this sort of unconstitutional action. Um, the other emphasis, of course, is the so-called internal checks, that is, uh, ethical uh, uh, values that public officials themselves hold. And the debate is whether uh, external checks are enough, checks and balances, or uh, we need uh, ethical uh, public servants, uh, what the framers referred to as virtue, people with the ability to uh, look at things impartially, uh, selflessly, uh, ethics, respect for the rule of the law, and professionalism. And uh, in both cases, both Watergate and uh, January 6th, uh, we saw courageous individuals step up uh, you know, the, the checks and balances system would not go of itself. It required uh, courageous individuals uh, to stand up for uh, for principle. But one of the big differences between Watergate and January 6th of last year mm -hmm. is that members of President Nixon's own party were ready to impeach to see yes. justice done. Republicans, for the most part, seem more interested in protecting Donald Trump today, promoting the falsehoods, or focusing on future elections and how we vote. So there does seem to be some differences in those that 40-year uh, period, that 50-year period, I should say. Well, that, that's absolutely true. The Republican Party in recent years has become uh, radicalized. Uh, if you look at Republican at the Republican Party today in America, compared to other uh, so-called conservative parties in around the world in developed countries, developed democracies, um, the Republicans are the mo are among the most conservative uh, uh, parties uh, in the world, um, and uh, there was back in the day. Uh, you know, a greater emphasis on compromise, bargaining, bipartisanship. Uh, we weren't in as polarized a climate uh, as we are now. Uh, both Republicans and Democrats could seem to agree on have certain values and uh, and even on facts. And all that uh, is, is missing today. The Guardian, I don't know whether you uh, read The Guardian or are familiar with The Guardian, but just today mm -hmm. uh, had an article online uh, naming over a thousand people they say aided in uh, the insurrection or um, if not aided. And they're not talking about physically being in Washington or at the Capitol, but uh, to promulgate uh, that the election was stolen and that there was fraud, that kind of thing. Uh, and 
in Pennsylvania, there's a list of, they made a list, they have a list of an index, I should say, of uh, the, the people that, that they name. In Pennsylvania, there's probably at least 50, those who have been arrested for being at the Capitol on January 6th. Uh, the uh, members of Congress, the Republican members of Congress here from Pennsylvania who voted against certification. So, you know, I, I look at something like that and I wonder, you know, because it seems as though we're looking at two different realities that people, that there doesn't appear to be a gray area. People who looked at January 6th as, uh, you know, a possible coup d'etat, and then those who said, well, the people's voices weren't being heard and that they believe that the election was stolen. How do you, when you talk about that kind of polarization, how do you bring the country back together, the two parties back together? Well, that's a, you know, that's a big question, and, and, and that's a long, a long project, uh, obviously. Um, you know, I should say back in Watergate, Nixon had his defenders fighting for him tooth and nail, uh, until uh, the so-called smoking gun on the White House tapes uh, was was revealed, uh, Nixon, you know, very well certainly uh, might have survived had that not happened. And furthermore, you know, Nixon had had the kind of uh, communications uh, support that uh, Trump and Republicans have today from social media, conservative websites, and Fox News. He very well might have survived. Uh, 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 Watergate anyway, just as Trump so far has uh, escaped accountability. Um, you know, I think, I, you know, and I think we're at the point where uh, you're right. People are very strongly committed uh, to their point of view. Uh, one side, though, has gone to the extreme of trying to subvert elections and even uh, uh, or- orchestrate uh orchestrate a coup. Uh, the other side is not. It's going to take, I think, ultimately, we're dealing with uh, a kind of a bully situation. It's going to take uh, resistance from those who believe deeply in democracy, constitutionalism, and the rule of law. And that is on all fronts, voting, expressing opinions, uh, joining uh, organizations, uh, talking to your friends and neighbors, uh, you know, being very observant of what's going on, I'm, first of all, you know, really concerned about what's going on at the state and local level, because this is where those that want to perpetuate uh, the spirit uh, of uh, January 6th, uh, this is where they're focusing on uh, uh, reducing voter accessibility and uh, taking over the election apparatus uh, in order to... uh, uh, put their candidates across. Hmm. Dr. Fletcher McClellan is a professor of political science at Elizabethtown College. We do have a link to his column on our website, witf.org slash smart talk. Uh, Dr. McClellan, always good talking with you. Thank you very much for being with us today. Okay. Thank you. You're listening to Smart Talk. I'm Scott Lamar. <laughs> 